Hi, Damien Marcus from 100 Not Out here. MP. Yes, Damo. We all know the importance of having a diary, but who wants a boring old day planner? Not me. Enter the journey of me. Ta-da! The incredible eight-month wellness journal designed especially for wellness peeps like you. Yes, Damo, this beautiful eight-month wellness guide is filled with questions, planners, exercises, reflective notes, and more. Endorsed by the Up For A Chat girls and loved the world over, the journey of me is a must-have if you're ready to live your best life for life. To purchase your very own journey of me and receive a free set of inspirational postcards, simply enter the code COUCH at www.wellandnew.com. That's www.w-e-l-l-i-n-e-u-x.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Christoph, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Damien Christoph. And I'm Brett Hill. And Lawrence is overseas. Hey, can, well. Can you believe again. it? Again. Um, what a surprise. Bretto, this guy travels more than a Qantas pilot, I reckon. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I'll tell you what, he's going to be glowing with radiation, the amount he's flying around the world. I hope he's taking his vitamin C. This is a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into your lives. And today, Brett we've got a very special guest. Um, this guy was introduced to me by um, a practice member of mine. He's a personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach himself. Um, his name's Ash Bedford. He's a ripper bloke, really nice guy. And it just came to pass today. I was at an at a, uh, a, a engagement party. And for one of my greatest mates, Marcus Yo, you've met Marcus Yoey, and um, and I was there with this other guy, Jordan Jordan Kerwick, and I'm speaking to Jordan. And he goes, "You're interviewing one of my business partners tonight," and I've gone, "Really?" And so we just started talking, and I found out all about this classic bloke who's got so much energy, and he's a he's a, a, a kick. I was going to say the word ass, but I don't know if I can, but he's unbelievable (laughs) in terms of his class. He's unbelievable. Uh, His name is Christian Woodford, and he's Australia's one of Australia's best performance coaches. He's in the private sector, which means that he's available to everybody, which is great, and has developed a system through unique understanding of neuromuscular physiology, which is unique because not everybody does that. Some people just go and do a six-month course in personal training, and then they're out there doing damage, and uh, this guy's serious about it. And uh, he's worked out real-world applications that work for all levels of sport and athletes and age groups the whole lot but, but you know without any further ado let's welcome christian woodford to the wellness guy show welcome christian thanks boys look uh first of all first off the bat i just want to uh both appreciate both well three of you even though the other the other guy's not in hawaii I wish i was him right now but i appreciate you guys for letting me come on the show um thank you for the kind words i really do appreciate it so uh thank you very much well, thanks for coming on, Christian. It, it is a pleasure to have you on board. You know, usually I have to talk about the fitness stuff on this show, but now we've actually got an expert on here, so that's fantastic. <laughs> so, Christian, how did you get into this stuff? Where did this whole journey into fitness start with you? <laughs> It'll be a long one, Brett. It'll be a long one. But uh, look, for me, I mean, my journey started when I started playing sport. You know, you kind of like uh, a lot of the young kids in Australia, you either play football or cricket growing up. And, you know, I always loved football and cricket, and I, I kind of – as I got older, I kind of started getting obsessed with the, you know, the the, the physiology, the neuroscience behind actually um, preparing for these sports, and that kind of led me to complete um, an undergrad in exercise science at Victoria University, which I was very lucky to do. That's a three-year course, and then after that, I was very lucky to get um, asked to complete an honors project. And kind of, if you know anything about um, sports science in Australia, there's a few avenues you can go down. You can either go down biomechanics in terms of honours, you can go down anatomy, you can go down physiology, but kind of, I kind of felt like 
that was kind of done to death slightly um, in terms of physiology, biomechanics. But in terms of neuroscience or motor control, um, understanding the central nervous system and how it kind of regulates force output, no one really kind of – there's not really much um, uh, being kind of pushed out through that or in terms of the practical applications in terms of understanding the central nervous system. So I was lucky enough to complete an honours dissertion under Dr. Alan Pierce. Um, so that was kind of my theoretical underpinnings. And then in terms of my practical application, I've kind of really been a big believer in you can have all the theory you want, but if you don't apply that information, that kind of information is a bit redundant. And um, so I was lucky to really work at um, an intern at a lot of places like the Victorian Institute of Sport, um, Football Federation Victoria in soccer, Gridiron Australia, Gridiron Victoria, um, BlackRock Football Club, um, Maryland University in the States and uh, NCAA Div 1 College, um, all these places. I'm very lucky to apply the skill set, and that's kind of where I kind of started to understand the science, but also there's an art to applying these fundamental sports science print- principles into a practical sense to improve athletic performance. Um, and that's one thing for any listeners who are actually completing sports science. It's very important. Yes, you need th- that basic understanding of um, sports science principles in terms of um, understanding uh, uh, sports science like anatomy, um, biomechanics, motor control, motor learning, uh, um, uh, resistance training, all these stuff, you know, these basic subjects, but the ability to apply that information and get real-world applications and real-world improvement for your athletes is so important. Um, And that was something that I was very lucky to do across four years of my undergrad study. And that's not to say... You know, I, I'm not. Uh, I don't keep learning because constantly I am learning. You know, I read a book a week on on any topic. Right now, I think I'm reading um, uh, actually a book by uh, Kelly Starrett, who's um, and you guys have had Kelly on your show. Um, he's a mobility expert, so I'm kind of reading up a bit on mobility at the moment. And as a performance coach, it's really important to have a really solid understanding across a number of areas, not just strength, power, um, speed, but also mobility, recovery, regeneration. Um, nutrition, hydration, all these kind of areas to improve your understanding as a performance coach. So you can transfer that information and improve performance for your um, athletes. It's very important. So pretty much, that's pretty much my background in a nutshell, what I've done. That's a massive nutshell. The most important thing for me was um, just getting that that science, that um, really scientific underpinnings to understand my um, programs. And then after the years of coaching, then you start going, oh, that's the reason why that works. That's why that works. And then you can kind of start to understand instead of kind of not having an, um, a basic understanding of science, then kind of just programming um, randomly and then just hoping for the best. Dude, that's massive. That was, uh, that's, that's a massive background and massive nutshell. So good on you. That's, uh, you've done a lot of learning and a lot of, um, a lot of practical application, which is, which is so nice. It's very, very refreshing to hear. The thing that pricked my ears up Yep. And my ears, because I'm 41, my ears are getting quite big, right? Because, you know, ears and nose continue to grow, as you know. Yep. And uh, and I heard you say central nervous system, and yep. and I love that because as a chiropractor, chiropractors yep. work with the nervous system. We're yep. primarily focused with the central nervous system, and our one of our major concerns is mm-hmm. is the, 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 the balance and the communication of the whole of the environment uh, via the nervous system to the brain. Now... Mm. 
it's nice to hear that in exercise science and sports science and, and, and exercise fears and all that sort of thing that, you know, um, neuroplasticity and central nervous system's all important. But what's even better to hear is that someone's actually using practical approaches to, you know, supporting the central nervous system. So it does sound fantastic. How does somebody start to do what you're doing? Well, in terms of being a performance coach? Well, how do they experience what you do? Can they come and join you? Do they, are there a number of different coaches around that do what you do? How, how does all this happen? So in terms of how we kind of set up, I mean, when I actually came back from the States, this is kind of linking into my first um, question that you guys asked me. Um, it, if you guys get, and this is for all your listeners, if you guys get anything from this podcast, it's pretty much this. I'm just passionate and to me, success leaves clues. And I've learned under some very good performance coaches. And every coach I meet has one thing in common. And to me, that's passion. And when I came back from the States, I really made a kind of like, uh, how can I put it? It was like a, I said, kind of enough's enough in this industry. And I said, look, I'm going to be the guy to kind of guide and develop this industry and really push applied sports science into mainstream media. And that's why for me, social media is so important to use it as a platform to communicate your ideas and really push your methodology because in terms of what I do, it's, it is very subjective as a performance coach, all of it. It's about how you as a coach interpret fundamental sports science principles but also how you apply them into a practical sense because I'll be completely honest with you, the, the sci- all the science is out there. It's just how you interpret that as a coach. So it is subjective but the most important thing is how you implement it. So kind of when I came back, I said to myself, I want to make a performance center that has coaches that work all under the same methods. And when we talk about the same methods, we're talking about WSSC methods and training systems and neuroscience principles we use at WSSC to enhance athlete performance and minimize chance injury, but work under one performance center. So in terms of your question, I've actually got 11 to 12 um, coaches that work under me with all different um, experiences. They've all got a minimum of an undergraduate degree in exercise science or they're studying at the moment. And that's what gives my coaches an advantage over other, you'd say, performance coaches because, you know, performance coaching is a buzzword. Everyone's kind of a performance coach these days. So kind of we work under the same method. So if anyone was looking to come down, it's all under one methodology. It's all under one performance center roof and we all program we all coach the same it's just based on interpretation based on each coach so an athlete would come down they'd get an individual coach and that coach programs and coaches them throughout the whole duration that they're at uh, the performance center so christian i've got a question for you Uh, this might be opening up a massive can of worms and hopefully i'm not releasing too many f-bombs by asking this question but you've mentioned it a couple of times what is wrong with the industry at the moment Uh, (laughs) I could go on for years. I mean, where do I start? Um, Okay. Um, The industry is flooded at the moment. Now, I might piss off a lot of people by saying this, but the industry is flooded with these, um, these institutions. I like to call them sausage factories that just pump out these 12 week. um, And I really want to swear here, but I'm not these 12 week BS um, personal trainer certifications. Now, the general public don't know the difference between a uh, 12-week certified Cert 3 and 4 personal trainer compared to some of my coaches who have an undergrad in exercise science and honors, uh, I've got uh, coaches with honours and also I've got coaches with master's degrees. The general public doesn't know the difference between a, t- a tertiary educated uh, coach to a Cert 3 and 4 personal trainer. And 
going back to my what I just said before, I actually came back from the States three years ago when I actually started WSSC and there was really no performance centers or no um, gyms using applied sports science. It was kind of just like a whole heap of crap thrown together. It's more bro science. And it's kind of like I never understood it because I went through university learning anatomy, physiology, biomechanics, programming, these basic subjects that make your really good uh, performance coach to understand uh, uh, fundamental um, science behind your programs but also how to apply them. But you'd go out and you couldn't get any experience. You'd go to a commercial gym like a, a Fitness First, a Genesis, um, a Virgin, and most of their trainers have no idea how to get – it's just tr- traditional bodybuilding, isolation, split part, um, high-velocity, um, slow-velocity movements, and it's more training for a bodybuilder. You know? And I never – I kind of looked at it and I said, well, where do these students go? Now, I know so many students who are real passionate about the industry and they want to learn under educated and applied coaches. Where do they go? And they don't really go anywhere. They kind of get lost to the system and they kind of go, well, it's more about what you look like than what you actually know in terms of your knowledge. There's no jobs. And they kind of just leave the industry and they go to Allied Health. And that's no offense to Allied Health, you know, in terms of physio, osteo, chiro. I don't mind Allied Health. I think that's got their role to understand pathology and early stage rehab. But where do people go if they want to improve their physical performance? Where do they want to go for end-stage rehabilitation? Where do people want to go to understand, you know, the science behind what they're doing? You know, there's there was nothing out there. And I just said enough, you know, enough was enough. I was sick of seeing this crap. And I, I've been in the industry nine to ten years. And three years ago, I made a choice to become that figurehead and become the guy who people, young, aspiring strength conditioning, sports science students can look up to and give them a light at the end of the tunnel. And that's what I wanted to do because in the state, they've got all these big names like DeFranco, Cressy, Boyle, Mike Robertson, all, all these really high-level, educated, applied performance coaches that these students can look towards. Who do we have? You know, we, we've got um, academics. No, no offense getting the academics, but they're not applied. They're not coaches. They're, they're not in the industry. They don't have their hands dirty. They don't know what goes on. You know, and, and I was sick of it. And I just, I just took a stand and this industry is flooded. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make a stand. I'm going to raise the standard and you're either going to follow me or you're not. And either way, I'm going to change the industry. And it's, it's a process through education and it's a process through just developing your name within the industry because I am in the private sector. I'm not in the elite sector. I'm in the private sector. But the service you receive or the athlete or the client receives at my performance center is exactly the same service you'd get in the elite sector. And that I just wanted to bridge the gap between amateur, sub-elite to elite level where all athletes of, uh, of all athletes in Australia can re- receive the same level of service in terms of applied sports science, strength, conditioning, recovery, nutrition under one performance center. And um, the industry as a whole is moving away from that um, in terms of um, bro science, if you will, and to me, it's moving more towards objective, quantifiable results using evidence-based practice to um, yield results. Because in the, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm an outcomes-based coach. I have to get results for my coach, be it um, improving uh, physical performance in terms of strength, power, speed, agility, work capacity, whatever it is. I need to really create that adapt- adaptation within the athlete and then get that transference. And I think a lot of people forget about what we do as performance coaches, everything is about transference and inducing adaptation to improve athletic performance, which is so important. So pretty much the end of the question is the industry is quite low standard. You need a Cert 3 and 4, which is like a 12-week course. We need to raise the level of standard in terms of education. I'm one of the uh, guys really pushing that because I've been in this industry so long. Um, I think it will happen, but it's just um, a case of just um, time, 
but over time it will happen and we'll, I will, I'm taking responsibility, I will raise the standard and hopefully over time you can see a, a, um, an improvement in uh, coaching and training across the board in Australia. Mate, that sounds great. I love your passion. Both Brett and I have been typing away, tip tap, type it away, and say, geez, you're passionate. It's fantastic. It's really nice. It's refreshing. And, uh, and I know you'll go a long way. And you've got some great people behind you, um, particularly Geordie. I think he's a, he's a ripper bloke. So keep on going. It's really, really good. Now, I've kind of got a sense that we've got a whole bunch of people coming out as personal trainers. And yep. some of them might have done six months, some might have done 12 months. Um, some of them may have gone on to do um, exercise physiology or maybe exercise science. Um, yep. You're saying that that's good to have. But what they've now got to do is learn how to make that um, applied. They've got to go now and learn how to turn that stuff from the book uh, yep. into something that's actually real. And and so this is really surprising for me because I didn't realize that this actually doesn't exist in the marketplace very much. Um, and I and I thought that um, that you know, the standard was okay. I knew we were getting lots of different people coming into the marketplace. There's lots of injuries. I've, I've been seeing a lot of injuries with CrossFit. I've been seeing a lot of injuries with, you know, trainers that have just come out um, of, of a six-month course and just doing stuff. Um, yeah. You know, it is really surprising for me. I'm sure it'd be surprising for our listeners that they can't mm. get access to this very easily. How yep. now can people now go? I mean, obviously they can go to Christian Woodford, go to your website, uh, woodford.com. They can check all that out. Um, they yep. could also go to Woodford Sports Science Consulting. But are, are you broad? Are you, are you everywhere? You're all the way through Australia? Uh, yeah, it's interesting you say that. I mean, in terms of what you're saying, you didn't really know about um, the applied aspect. I want. I always say this to the interns that come through, and anyone who's listening. I just want to let all the. Um, if you're a, um, a sports science student, you're a um, health student, you're a personal trainer. We actually run an internship through WSSC Woodford Sports Science Consulting. The best way you can get in touch um, is actually through the Facebook page Woodford Sports Science Consulting. You can have a look at Woodford Sports Science Consulting on Facebook, or you can look at ChristianWoodford.com, which is my own brand that I run through um, Facebook as well. But um, in terms of, I always use it with my interns: is what's theoretical isn't always practical. So you kind of you see a lot of um, these students that actually come out of university, but they just don't have that applied knowledge, which is so important because there's such a difference between um, textbooks to actually applying that information. And that's kind of what we do here at Woodford is give them the chance to actually apply knowledge in a performance centre that's away from your commercial gym setting. So you guys both know, and we talked this off, um, off when we weren't filming, but um, in terms of your commercial gym setting like Fitness First and Genesis, you know, we actually give them a chance to actually apply that knowledge and use the science behind programming, use the science behind exercise to actually program for not only performance for rehab, but also for body composition change as well. So that kind of gives them the experience to actually go out and have um, really that experience and that confidence because that's the biggest thing we see within our interns is that lock, lack of confidence to go and coach whatever it is, it, it, you know, program for an athlete, a junior athlete or program for a senior athlete, program for performance, rehab, whatever it is, we kind of see that they really lack the confidence in coaching and applying that knowledge they learned from uni. So I think that's the biggest thing we offer at WSSC, not only just our coaching, but also for their ability to apply that knowledge into an actual centre that is applied sports science and not just your commercial gym setting. 
So, Christian, we, we've spoken, I guess, a lot about the uh, the industry and the coaches and, and how this is, I guess, affecting them. But but I guess the, the yeah. key thing we need to know is how does this affect the people who are actually going along to the gym? You know, who is this important for? Is this important for everyone who gets to, who wants to get fit or is this more for people who are looking for that more elite fitness? And, and, and for all of those people, what's the difference? You know, if I go to mm. see one of these people who is more trained, is more qualified, is more applied, mm. yeah. then what's the practical difference? Am I less likely to get injured? Am I going to perform better? Am I going to get better, faster results? You know, what's the difference for someone coming in off the street, going into the gym? Well, I want you to think about it this way, you know. Um, at the end of the day, you're going to hire a trainer. This is for all your listeners out there. You're going to hire a trainer. And would you put your health into someone with a 12-week qualification? I mean, for me, if I was just a um, just a general punter, for me, I would never put my health into someone who really doesn't understand the bare basics of physiology, anatomy, program, whatever it is. So, I mean, the thing about a degree doesn't always guarantee you're going to get the best trainer or coach, but to me, and this is what I've always pushed in terms of applied sports science and degree qualified trainers, is... A th- completing a degree for me, which is pretty much, let's just say the average is three years, maybe four years for honours, five years for masters, a degree for me shows t- for uh, shows the um, potential client that they're driven enough, the uh, coach is driven enough to actually go and learn the basic science behind their programming and their coaching and their methodology because three years shows to me that you want a career instead of kind of just going, well, I'm going to kind of do this course for 12 weeks, I might or might not complete this is my um, desired career, three years kind of shows if you're driven enough to stick the course, stay the course, if you're committed for three years, but also you actually want a career in this industry. So for anyone out there listening, my advice is if you're a trainer, this industry is flooded to give yourself kind of an edge on the competition, go and do an undergrad degree in exercise science, health science, or another related field. The reason why you should do this is to give you a basic um, understanding your science behind your programs, but also it will lead you less likely to gimmicks. There's a lot of gimmicks out in the out there in the industry. If you guys know anything about my programs, what are the gimmicks, uh, mate? Tell us what some of the gimmicks are. Uh, well, I mean, pretty much people are big on like um, diet. Di- one of the things is like nutritional interventions. They all go on this low carb, low carbohydrate diet. Um, in terms of training, there's a lot of um, gimmicks in terms of um, unstable surface training, um, isolation training, all this stuff. I mean, the way we train our athletes at WSSC is compound, multi-joint, multi-planar, ground-based movements, training in a full kinetic chain and developing the posterior chain, which is so important. We just really, really focus on the basics. Um, we call it basic motor skill development. And if you if you think about all the Australian athletes and if, if you're an athlete and listen to this, how many athletes actually get taught basic motor skills in Australia? I mean, we kind of just care uh, when we're younger in year seven, year eight, year nine, year 10, we do a lot of fun runs and that's mainly based on aerobic development, cardiovascular development. But how many students would be put through, uh, there's some sort of focus on neuromuscular development. So when I'm talking about neuromuscular, I'm talking about jumping, um, landing, acceleration, deacceleration, change of direction and sprinting, these basic motor skills, which are all facilitated by primal strength and when I talk about primal strength, we're looking at our basic barbell patterns um, and we've got a big six, which is squatting, deadlifting, horizontal pull, which is bench pressing, horizontal pull, which is rolling, vertical push, which is overhead press and vertical pull, which is chin-ups. These are basic primal patterns. Now, if you are an athlete and you're more neurologically and metabolically efficient at these basic motor skills, when you transfer this 
strength, power, adaptation with your skill, you're a lot more efficient with your sport-specific skills because you can jump higher, run quicker, change direction more efficiently. And that's what we're focusing on as on as a performance coach is to make the athlete more efficient. So when you transfer that physical adaptation, you improve the athlete's ability to perform the skill and you allow, their, allow them to reach their physical potential, which is so important. So if you can kind of stay away from gimmicks and you can do the basics at a really high level and you get the athlete to be movement competent, that's a real big word we use here. I use at WSSC, get your athletes to be movement competent and then you can kind of transfer that adaptation. Your athletes are going to be better football players, rugby players, soccer players, whatever that is. But if you can just stick to the basics, apply fundamental sports science principles into a practical sense, you'll be a real good coach. And for all the athletes listening out there, just do the basics. Keep it real simplistic. So the basics are like push-ups, chin-ups? Well, any any uh, the basic primal patterns, as I explained before, anything like if, if you don't – you don't need really um, re- any – like depending on your training age, if you're really highly trained, we need a, um, a higher stimulus. So you're going to have to have some form, of, some form of resistance to overload that stimulus. But anything like push-ups, um, rowing movements, chin-ups – um, body weight squat, split squat, bridging, any of these basic primal patterns that really trains your nervous system. Everything is about, for me, once again, my background is neuroscience, so I use heavily neuroscience principles. So everything I look at is training a neural pattern, then integrating, because you've got to think when you when you squat, when you deadlift, when you split squat, when you bridge, you are literally training a neurological pathway, and that's all we're doing. And that you've got to think about sport Nothing you do in the gym is going to have 100% transference to the sport. And when, when we talk about gimmicks, a lot of people hear the word sport-specific training. I'm telling all your listeners right there now, there's no such thing as sport-specific training. Everything we do in the gym is a form of what we call GPP, general physical preparedness. The only true way of sport-specific, con- sport-specific conditioning is the skill itself. So I want you to think when you go to the gym, let's say you squat, all you are doing is a, a lower body push quad dominant movement and you're training a nervous system to improve your lower body strength and power. And then when you integrate that with your specific skill, which is muscle group, motor pattern, timing, coordination, that's where you can, when you're going to improve your ability to perform the skill, which is so important. So kind of leave your sport-specific training to when you train the skill yourself and develop the basic strength and power within the gym and then integrate for athletic performance and minimizing your chance of injury, which is so important as well. I love that, Christian. I love those uh, those primal movements. I love those. Yep. The Paul Check we interviewed really early early days on the Wellness Guys show, and he spoke a lot about those, and it was fantastic. And, and I agree with all of that. And my ears pricked up when you were talking about the gimmicks, and you talked about vibration training, you talked about isolation training, and I'd love you to yep. talk a little bit more about both of those because I think often people don't realize what the drawbacks can be of doing, you know, for example, isolation training, and and you yep. know, you're talking about neural integration, you know, and the yep. habits that that's teaching your body, and and they can be teaching your body habits that aren't very good when you enter a more functional real-life situation. So I'd love you to talk about that. I mean, for all your listeners out there, I mean, if you think about sport and you think about movements in general, um, movements are highly complex. And when I say highly complex, when you jump, when you run, when you change direction, the nervous system has to activate and deactivate muscles in a certain specific pattern. So Everything I talk about um, in terms of squatting, deadlifting, jumping, landing, acceleration, deceleration, change direction, sprinting, these are what we call motor skills. So in order to become more efficient at them, you have to actually do them because there's a skill to the expression of strength. So what normally happens when someone first comes in and they actually squat, the first adaptation is actually neurological. Thereafter, that's when you start to see changes within the muscle itself to increase force generating capacity. So in terms of 
um, when we talk about isolation training, we see this a lot. You might get like example, 15, 16, 17-year-old, 18-year-old footballers. I mean, I'll just give you the example I'm going to use football because we train a lot of footballers and they'll come in the performance center and what I like to call them is they're motor, motor morons. And when I use the, um, the word motor morons, they pretty much move like crap. So they're kind of, if you've ever seen a giraffe come out of their mother, that's pretty much what I like to call the motor morons. They move real inefficiently and their inefficiency is based on their lack of neurological development. We talked um, before off, off air, but we talked about neuroplasticity. The nervous system is unbelievable. And if for all your listeners out there, I want you to think the nervous system is king in terms of driving and controlling skeletal muscle contraction. So if you can kind of understand the nervous system recruits muscle and muscle doesn't recruit the nervous system, you're kind of halfway there in terms of understanding sports performance. Going back to my previous point, we see a lot of young athletes and they come into the performance center. One, they're really inefficient. They lack fluidity in terms of their movement. They've really got poor postural joint control. Um, they're really anterior chain dominant. So you kind of see what they see is um, they love to go to the gym. They've got a mirror mentality. They bench a lot. They do a lot of leg press, leg extensions. They're pulling their um, their pelvis into anterior pelvic tilt, putting really tight hip flexors, um, which normally happens. What we see is reciprocal inhibition through their glutes, so the hamstrings become synergistically dominant. That's where they start getting hamstring problems. So they're kind of completely this like bodybuilding program, this split part isolation. And for all your listeners, I'm sure you guys have all done it. I've done it when I was 15. You kind of chest tries, back buys. Um, legs, shoulders, abs, and you kind of get the, the latest um, fitness magazine. You see what the latest bodybuilders are doing. I want you to think about this way in terms of movements. The movements are, within sport, they're so highly complex. So you want to train your nervous system as a unit, not in isolation. So example, you're going to get more transference with a squat. And as I said before, you're never going to get 100% transference in terms of from the gym, in terms of that physical adaptation to the sporting environment. But Obviously, you're going to get more transference from a squat, which is a compound, multi-joint, multi-planar movement in terms of um, when you complete a squat, you've got multiple muscle groups all working together. The nervous system has to fire in a synchronized sort of way to become more efficient compared to, let's say, an isolation, which only recruits mu one muscle group and it's only one neural, neural uh, pathway. It's just an isolation movement like a, a bicep curl. So going back to your previous question, most Athletes want to train with compound multi-joint movements that challenge the nervous system, but also recruit high-threshold fast-switch motor units. Now, when I talk about motor units, motor unit is pretty much the simplest functional unit of the nervous system. A motor unit is a neuron, a nerve cell, and the muscle fiber it innovates. Now, when we're talking about athlete development, we want our athletes, and I talked about it before, to be neurologically and metabolically efficient. If we have an athlete that is neurologically efficient, I'm pretty much stating their ability to recruit high-threshold fast-switch motor units. Now, these motor units are linked to the fast-switch glycolytic now. The glycolytic fibers, the ones that produce a high amount of force, but produce force rapidly and quickly. And you always got to think about sport this way. Force is not produced. When I say force, strength is not produced over prolonged periods of time slowly. Sporting movements are quick and rapid. So the ability to recruit these fast switch fibers is so important. So the best way you can do that is through completing basic primal patterns like we talked about before, compound movements like squatting, deadlifting, bench press, row, overhead press, and chin rather than completing your isolation split part, minimal rest periods, high volume training like a bodybuilder with, with what normally happens we see with a lot of um, junior athletes who complete this type of training. If they've got a, a low training age, you need to think that 
they're pretty much like a canvas. Canvas. Their nervous system is quite adapt to any stimulus they give them. So when they're younger, your nervous system is really adapted, adaptable to any stress that you give them. So when you're younger, you want to really create really high level um, reps. So when we talk about the perfect rep, we're talking about really high. Um, high level rep stimulation and really stimulating high quality reps within your nervous system. So you want to make sure you really keep quality high and we really focus on a less is more approach in terms of developing strength and power with our athletes. Now, that really goes against most of the fitness industry where they kind of go three three sets is good, four must be better, four is good, five must be better. So I want your listeners to take away from this, the nervous system is king and you really want to focus on quality, not quantity, less is more and really working on as much as possible, really bar speed and really working on um, really moving the way as quick as you can and working on bad intentions every rep as much oh, as possible. That sounds fantastic, mate. And it sounds like you're just warming up, but we're out of time, man. That was, uh, that was incredible. And I think that all the listeners, whether they be coaches, budding coaches, um, athletes, budding athletes, they will have got a lot from what they've just learned from you, Christian. Thank you so much for joining us on The Wellness Guys. That, that's fine, boys. Just um, thank you very much. And to all the listeners, I hope hopefully you guys got something out of it. I know I, wa- I, uh, I waffed on a fair bit and I probably could go on for the next three and a half hours because it's, <laughs> it's my passion. Man. So sorry I didn't let you boys talk as much, nah. but I really appreciate you guys letting me come on. And um, I'm a, obviously a big fan of your, the work that you guys do. So thank you very much for letting me come on. Thanks, big guy. You know, it was amazing. You were talking about neuroplasticity and, and, uh, and the nervous system. And Andy Murray, just the other day, in the middle yep. of his game, stopped and got a chiropractic adjustment just to get his nervous system going again. So he'd go on a win that game that match and uh and it's so important because a lot of people don't understand that chiropractic uh, combined with movement patterns which is what you were just describing um whole body movement patterns and getting all of the you know the biomechanical and neurological function right chiropractic is so crucially important in this whole thing so it's uh, it's awesome it's nice to see that you are on the same page as all of us chiropractors here in australia so um good on you man Thanks very much, guys. Thank really you very much. Good. Thank you. Now, everybody, make sure you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Guys, and tell us what you thought of this episode. If you want more information about Christian, go to www.christianwoodford.com, and you can find out all about him there. And, of course, you can go find him on Facebook as well. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and subscribe to our, um, and sorry, friends and family and strangers and other people you think need a wellness update. I nearly just did a Lawrence Tam. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us a five-star rating and give us a comment make sure it's a goodie until next week begin creating wellness into your lives lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the wellness guy show this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.